That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. A Dear Media original podcast. I am so excited to introduce our new brand partner, HelloFresh. The thing about HelloFresh is that you're getting farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. So you're skipping trips to the grocery store and you can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking really easy and fun and affordable. As we know, food ruts are real and it's hard to know what to make for dinner. So a lot of the times we end up doing the same thing day in, day out and having something meh that we aren't really thrilled about. And then it's not that satisfying. Sometimes we're full, but not satisfying. And that never feels great. A great solution to that is HelloFresh. HelloFresh now has 40 weekly recipes to choose from so we can keep it interesting. And we can also customize select meals by swapping proteins or sides or even adding protein to a veggie dish. And now we can even upgrade to organic chicken or organic beef, which I really appreciate. I just signed up and I chose the meat and veggie option for my son, Oliver, and I. And the way I think about it, it's kind of like pre-committing to making a healthy choice ahead of time. So I don't have to think about it in the moment. And as we know, it's so hard to make those thoughtful choices at the end of the day. And so I'm kind of like doing my future self a favor. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GoodInstinct65 and use the code GoodInstinct65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Once again, that's HelloFresh.com slash GoodInstinct65 and use the code GoodInstinct65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Hi, welcome to Good Instincts. I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the food therapist. Join me every Monday through Friday for bite-sized episodes designed to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. This should feel good, like really good. And it will, I promise. So last month, Remy Bader shared with Amanda Hirsch on the podcast, Not Skinny But Not Fat, also on Dear Media, that after she stopped taking Ozempic, she basically doubled the weight back that she had lost. And I've been hearing a lot about people 
talking about what happens on the flip side with Ozempic. So I thought that we would get into that today. And we did do a very in-depth episode on Ozempic, which was kind of like part one. And I consider this part two. A study by the Journal of Pharmacology and Therapeutics found that the majority of people who take semaglutide gain most of the weight back within a year of stopping the medication. And it makes complete sense because people are losing a lot of weight without making any behavior changes. People are losing their appetite because of the medication and they're losing weight because they're just not eating as much, but they're not actually having to make thoughtful choices. Based on what I'm hearing kind of anecdotally and what I'm reading about, it's almost the way people used to take Adderall when I was in college, and I'm sure still do to a certain extent, which is you're taking something to study in that case, but it's making you lose your appetite. And so the food that you are actually eating ends up being more decadent than the food that you may have eaten otherwise. So I think that if you're focused on eating a balanced diet, you're thinking about what healthy choices you're going to make throughout the day. But if you're not hungry throughout the day, what tends to happen is that at the end of the day, you're kind of starving and the meal you have winds up being ultra decadent. That is kind of what I'm hearing is happening with Ozempic, which is that people aren't that hungry during the day. And so because they're not having to think about how to have a balanced diet during the day, they're going kind of wild with what they're having. And they're still losing weight because they're not eating as much as they would have because their appetite is so low. But it makes complete sense that when they get off the medication, their weight's just rebounding and in some cases gaining more weight than they originally had to begin with. On the flip side, something that I'm hearing a lot about in my practice is that there are people who can obsess about food and are incredibly preoccupied by food. So by having a decreased appetite, they actually are freed up from this preoccupation and it can be incredibly helpful. They're finding huge benefits when it comes to just their mental health because it's freed up their brain to think about other things. But at the same time, I do worry about what happens to them on the flip side, because if part of what's happening is that you're less preoccupied with food because you don't have an appetite, what happens when that appetite comes soaring back? And I guess the question is, are people planning on being on this stuff forever? I don't think they are. Another thing that's popping up a lot with the Ozempic rebound conversation is this idea of Ozempic face, which is essentially just losing a lot of fat around your mouth. The reality is that anytime you're dropping a lot of weight quickly, you do run the risk of losing fat from your face. And it's one of the reasons people in hospitals end up looking ill because there's conditions that make you lose a lot of weight quickly. And then there's like that gaunt look that looks like maybe you aren't doing so well. So I think that's what people are commenting on. But the reality is, is once you lose fat from your face, it's really hard to get it back. And the reality is with all of this, it's not a judgment. I think that with the first episode, if you go back and listen or if you listen to begin with, you'll find that it was a really well-balanced discussion about the pros and cons and just concerns of a new medication. And now what we're seeing is that there are complications with stopping this medication. And it doesn't mean that in some cases it might not be the right call because everyone has to decide for themselves. But there are 
foods that also act as GLP antagonists. And two of them are ones that you probably are incorporating already, but could do more of. The first is cinnamon which is such a nice additive to anything sweet, but also savory. I love it in like braised chicken dishes, but it's also great like with almond butter on toast. And the other is healthy fats like olive oil. So there are foods that work on this receptor as well. And if someone does decide to take semaglutide, my recommendation would be to really pay attention to behavior change as well. Just because you don't have the appetite that you used to doesn't mean that it's still not worth exploring your relationship with food and making really thoughtful choices and making thoughtful choices that will work out for you long-term and how you want to play this once you get off the medication. So some of the behavior changes I think would be really helpful if you are taking semaglutide would be to flex that planning ahead muscle, even though you don't quite need it as much as you used to. So even though you don't have much of an appetite during the day, I think it's still really helpful to think about, hey, what would be a good option to have in my bag? What would be good things to have at home when I get home from a day of work? What would be some things I want to order at this restaurant? I think the reality that happens is that when you aren't super hungry throughout the day, you're not thinking about food as much, which can be kind of helpful, especially for people who are preoccupied with food. But I think on the flip side, it can also make it so that we're not thinking about food at all. So I think flexing that muscle is still really important. The second thing is to really listen to those hunger cues. So what happens for most of us is that we're born with really good hunger cues. We can tell when we're hungry and when we're full. It's why you see sometimes three-year-olds eat a bite of a cupcake and then put it down. It's really easy when you're that age to be able to tune into your body. And what happens as we get older is that we lose that ability. Something I worry about with something like semaglutide is that because you don't have an appetite and then all of a sudden you are really hungry at the end of the day, you're kind of continuing that trend of getting less connected to your hunger cues. So something really beneficial would be really listening and tuning in to those hunger cues when you're starting to get hungry throughout the day. Because even if your appetite is so much less than it used to be, you are going to be hungry during the day. And then that can help you plan ahead and figure out what are some good options to have during the day. And again, I did do a whole episode on Ozempic. I go into how it works really in depth if you want to go check that out. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about Kourtney Kardashian's new supplement and whether we need probiotics for our vaginas. I'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to Good Instincts, hosted and written by me, Shira Barlow. You can find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Good Instincts is a Dear Media Daily I am so excited to introduce our new brand partner, HelloFresh. The thing about HelloFresh is that you're getting farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. So you're skipping trips to the grocery store and you can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking really easy and fun and affordable. As we know, food ruts are real and it's hard to know what to make for dinner. So a lot of the times we end up doing the same thing day in, day out. 
and having something meh that we aren't really thrilled about. And then it's not that satisfying. Sometimes we're full, but not satisfying. And that never feels great. A great solution to that is HelloFresh. HelloFresh now has 40 weekly recipes to choose from so we can keep it interesting. And we can also customize select meals by swapping proteins or sides or even adding protein to a veggie dish. And now we can even upgrade to organic chicken or organic beef, which I really appreciate. I just signed up and I chose the meat and veggie option for my son, Oliver, and I. And the way I think about it, it's kind of like pre-committing to making a healthy choice ahead of time. So I don't have to think about it in the moment. And as we know, it's so hard to make those thoughtful choices at the end of the day. And so I'm kind of like doing my future self a favor. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GoodInstinct65 and use the code GoodInstinct65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Once again, that's HelloFresh.com slash GoodInstinct65 and use the code GoodInstinct65 for 65% off plus free shipping. 